In this series, Maybe God, we're going to explore stories of people that have heard from God, that had an encounter with God. And in this series, we will discover how this can have an impact in your life and how this can change and transform your life. So enjoy this message. We have started the series called Maybe God. Tonight's topic, I call it directional decisions. What is that? I have no clue what that is. But during this week, I started to realize some simple things that make a big difference in my life. Is any one of you in the middle of a big decision? We have some people that are in the middle of a big decision. So what do you do? How are you going to make that decision? Are you going to go pros and cons? Write the things down that this decision would be good. And or things that are bad. Which list is longer? Or are you going to do the biblical thing? You're going to toss a coin. God, let it be correct. Let the luck of God be on my side. <laughs> or are you going to go around and ask people for advice? This is my favorite way. I go around and ask people for advice until I find the person that says what I want to hear. Yes, yes, now I hear God. You know what I mean? Actually, what you have done is this. You wasted everybody's time. Because you anyway wanted to do what you wanted to do. Or are you like the sand clock? You push the decision to the last moment. And in the last moment, you just decide. When the pressure is really high. <laughs> Sometimes, we don't know if a decision is big or small. When I remember 26 years ago, I thought a big decision is in what location should I get married? 
That was a decision. It it followed me for months. Should we do it there or there or go there? I thought this was a big decision. But to my disappointment, it was completely unimportant. My mom said to me, it's not important where you marry. It's not even important who you invite. It's not important what meal you will eat. The only thing that's important is who you will marry. That's the only thing that's important, right? My gosh. But you know what's more important than the wedding? How will you resolve conflicts? How will you discuss where to spend money? How will you forgive each other? These are the important things. The small decisions or sometimes big decisions. Let me tell you something about the sport of basketball. When I was a teenager, I played basketball. I was in the basketball team. And to play basketball is quite simple. You can walk around as long as you play with one hand, one hand touching the ball. You can walk around as long as you want. But as soon as it gets important, you will have to take the ball into two hands. And then, you got to stop walking. Actually, you can move one foot. Now, this is the directional step. One foot needs to stay. The other, I can move. I can even rotate this foot. This is the directional step. But, but it has to stay connected to the floor. As soon as I need to make a decision, what do I do with this ball now? I have to stand still. And now, it's only about the direction. I can move, and I can only move directionally. And sometimes that small movement is the more important movement. Because I will pass the ball. I will shoot the basket. This is 
the directional decision I love basketball and tonight we're going to learn this Directional decisions are big decisions. For example, how you start your day. What do you do in the morning? Before you're moving out of the house. When you are still staying in the house. What do you do? Are you turning your attention to God? Are you looking to all your problems first? It's a small decision. But it's an important decision. It will set the direction for your day. Sometimes it's the small moves that set the direction in your life. Tonight's story is really, really interesting. The people of Israel, they are God's chosen people. They did not have a king because God was their king. But they did not want God as their king. And they worshipped other gods. And God was not happy with their decision. And God always had to rescue them from their bad decisions. And God sent somebody to rescue the whole nation and bring them back into the right direction. We read in Churches 13. Again, the people of Israel did not uh, did what the Lord said was wrong. So he handed them over to the Philistines for 40 years. We always hear about God rescuing us rescuing us from the enemy from the problem from slavery but here the Bible says God, God led them and handed them over to the enemy God did not save them from the enemy God handed them over to the enemy as I was thinking about this it's like a hangover You've been drinking too much beer, and the consequences is a hangover the next day. Because 
pray as much as you want. God will not rescue you from the hangover. That's the price you pay for your decision. If you turn your back to God, there is a price to pay. So during this time, the people of Israel were in slavery. There was a man named Manoah. He had a wife, but she could not have any children. The angel of the Lord appeared to her. You have not been able to have children, but you will become pregnant and give birth to a son. Be careful not to drink wine or beer or eat anything that is unclean because you will become pregnant and have a son. You must never cut his hair because he will be a Nazarite. Given to God from birth, he will begin to save Israel from the power of the Philistines. ចាប់ពេលពីនេះតតទៅជួបប្រុងប្រយ័ត្នកុំពីសារឬគ្រឿងឬគ្រឿងស្រវឹងណាឡើយហើយក៏មិនត្រូវបរិភពអ្វីដ
ហើយគាត់បានមកតតាស្ត្រីនោះអាយដីនតអាស្ក this awesome looking man came to you and told you you will be pregnant I can imagine that this man Manoah was not so easy anymore and he did the right thing he did the right thing then Manoah prayed to the Lord Pardon your servant, Lord. <coughs> I beg you to let the man of God you sent to me come again. Let him teach us how to bring up the boy and how this is and how is oh and who is to be born the boy who is to be born but goodness okay this is so much like us god appears and there is a promise but we want to say, how is this going to happen? When is this going to happen? What do I need to prepare? God, I need a plan. If this is going to happen, give me a plan. If we are going to go to Sihanoukville, God, we need a plan. We need money. God, who will lead it? Pardon God, this is uh, your servant. I, 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 I feel it, but can you explain a bit more? Sometimes we need a plan. Because if we don't have a plan, the other option is we need trust. And that's scary. So Manoah asked God about the awesome man you sent to my wife that told her she will be pregnant. Can I also talk with him for five minutes? I have some questions. 
you know, just in case I never meet him and my wife gets pregnant, it's kind of strange. I, I believe my wife. You know? It's not that, but. But if it's an angel who makes my wife pregnant, I want to see him. And then the Bible says, God hurt Manoah. God doesn't leave us alone with the promise. God hears us when we pray. God is always closer than we think. Amen. God hears me. And I have to understand this is always the case. Even if I don't understand what's going on, God hears my voice. He hears my thoughts. He hears my feelings. He sees my pain. The dreams I have. The motivation. Everything. And then God sends the angel of God and he came to the woman. I love God. Manoah says, God, about the guy who you sent to my wife. Can you send him to me? I want to have kind of face-to-face with him too. God hears his prayer and sends the angel to the woman. And not to him. You know why? Because God is not going to do it the way we want him to do it. God is God. And we are not. We want him to do it in a certain way. But God wants us to trust him. He hears Manoah's prayer. Like in basketball, he does it a little bit different. Not the way Manoah would like. He comes to the woman again. While she was out in the field, but her husband Manoah was not with her. The woman hurried back to tell her husband. He is here. <laughs> this is my woman voice. Okay, he is here. Okay, the man who appeared. The awesome man. He is here. Manoah went up and he followed his wife. When he came to the man, he said, Are you the man? 
តែលោកគឺជាបរោះម្នាក់នោះឬអាយុ you know, God does not use too many words. I am. So Manoah asked him, When your words are fulfilled, what is to be the rule that governs the boy life and work? How do we do this? If this is going to happen, I remember when my family came here first. We had prayers and ideas. But how is it going to look like? What is the plan? How will we grow this? What are the steps? Many people come and say, so what's next in the campus? And when we look at our campus, from the top perspective, it's not so clear what will happen next. It's kind of a bit of a mess. And I said, I don't know what's next. We did actually not plan to have 400 children on Sunday morning and no adult celebration. We did not think that we were going to take care of more than 500 children with our kids' sponsorship. And you know what's even more crazy? When we came here, we never thought about starting a wakeboard park. But step by step, things started to happen. The angel of the Lord answered, Your wife must do all that I have told her. Manoah asks, how do we raise the child? Where do we send him to school? What should he eat? Should we teach him some karate? Karate? Karate. Karate? Yes. Okay, karate. Should we teach him basketball? You know, we, he is the chosen one, uh, the hero, but the Kung Fu Panda. But since <laughs> How do we raise him? Do what I told your wife. God tells us what we need to know now. Because God wants us to trust Him. And in every step, look to Him. 
Every step. Still the right way. Yes, going the right way. Okay. No, no, Okay. Yes. We can trust God. But God tells us what we need to know now. And we would like to have details. A 10-year strategy. We want God to bring us the results now. We want to use God for our own security. To change direction like a basketball player. You need to practice. You need to practice to stay still with one foot. You need the right technique. You cannot leave the back of your foot down. You cannot turn. You break your leg. You need to be flexible. But you need to practice. God is spirit. And we need faith. And trust. And God says, come to me with an open heart. With an open mind. And then the story goes on like this. Manoah said to the angel, We would like for you to stay and prepare a young goat. The angel said, Even though you want me here, I will not eat the food that you prepare. The angel says, no, I don't want your food. I will not do it the way you want it to be done. Because something is different now. You are dealing with God. But if you want to prepare a burnt offering, offer it to the Lord. Did you see the move the angel made? I will not eat your food. But if you prepare the food, prepare it for God. Not me. But God. Small change of direction. Manoah did not yet realize that it was the angel of the Lord. He was still in this state, you know, maybe it's God, maybe not. Then Manoah asked the angel of the Lord, what is your name? Because we want to honor you. And he replied, the angel replied, Why do you ask me my name? 
name is beyond understanding God has many names Some people call him the healer The savior The prince of peace The king Miracle maker He's the creator of the universe I call him my friend God has many names And also Moses asked And that's when God says I am I am I am I hope you enjoyed this message and that God has spoken to you so also in your situation there is this moment where you think yes that was God stay tuned and subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the bell button to get updates about our next podcasts so enjoy your week and God bless you